What's up, everybody? This is Kenzie from Daring to Cowboy on Instagram, and you're listening to the Stirrup Conversations podcast. As the equestrian industry continues to evolve, more questions are being raised and more focus is being placed on the welfare of our equine athletes. I'm sitting down to discuss this progression, celebrate our accomplishments, form a tighter community, and hear from people in the industry on how we can continue to better ourselves and our horses. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to draw up this episode for you guys. We are sitting down with Tori from Team TBP on Instagram as well as the owner of Roaming Equine Redemption. It is the rescue that I got Jess from, so it is something that is very near and dear to my heart. This is the definition of happy chaos in a podcast. We really just sat down and talked, and it's a little bit about everything and a lot about the horses. So I hope you love it as much as I loved getting to sit down and talk with her. I have so much respect for Tori. She is an amazing woman. I love her dearly. I cannot imagine my life without her now. She is one of my best friends and I hope you guys enjoy enjoy this so much. Also, if you could share this podcast with your friends and family, just kind of get the word out there about the rescues, that would be amazing. Even just sharing it to your Instagram. Before we hop into this, I also just want to remind you guys to hit that subscribe button as well as smash the notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can also find me, obviously, on Instagram at DaringToCowboy. And let's just hop right into this. Hi! Hey! <laughs> I'm so excited! We're finally doing this! I know, I've life has been hectic over here, freaking firecracker and everything, but I'm excited. I'm really excited. Me too, me too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, I'm going to have you start out, if it's okay, just kind of like introduce yourself, okay. who you are, what you do, and then I'll kind of help guide from there. <laughs> okay, well, first off, I'm Torrance, but I go by Tori, as y'all know me. I'm on Instagram, Team TVP is my personal and then our rescue is Roaming Equine Redemption. I I run a rescue, not just myself, but me and my husband. And then we have a friendly friend that helps. And it's, oh, I love it. I love running a rescue. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- It's hard, but I love it. And I just, I'm excited to be on here. I haven't done this before, so y'all bear with me on my rambling because I have anxiety. No, no, no. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Obviously, tell us about the rescue. Um, you know, how did you start? You know, how how exactly like do you go about it? How do you find the horses? Oh gosh, it's it's hard running a rescue. We I started off just doing it as like a hobby. I'd rescue one or two, and then I'd rehab. I'd do training if needed, and then I'd opt out before I'd even consider getting another one. It was just more of a thing I liked doing, but it wasn't. A legit nonprofit or anything. It was just me personally. And then I decided to jump into it in 2021, I believe, the beginning, after I lost my horse Scar, he called it, and he was a rescue. He's 
basically the reason for everything. He's my my heart and soul. <laughs> but I I don't know. I've, ever since I lost him, I knew that in my heart, he told me, like, you need to get into this. You need to make it legit. You need to save more horses like me. And I was I started it. I got my nonprofit, 501c3. And it was it was a tough, tough thing to do because you think it's just easy to get a nonprofit, start a rescue, everything. No, it's like paperwork after paperwork and just so much money put into it just to become a legal nonprofit. But I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> I really wouldn't. But basically since we started off, it was just me and my husband and we rescued Nyla and Princess. I don't know if anybody knows them. They were our first ones. And Pumpkin, of course. But I wouldn't necessarily say she was a rescue. We started with them. And sadly, Princess passed away after she was adopted. But she was probably one of my worst rescues I've ever had. And she... Oh, gosh. It's hard to talk about. Because one day I went outside and I saw her. And she could not get up. And I was oh. like oh my god what is happening because I've never I've never been through this before I've never seen a horse in that terrible of shape so I was freaking out and I was like I don't know if I can do this I don't know if I can rescue anymore it's so hard like just seeing the condition people allow horses to get into it's I don't it just broke my heart yeah but (laughs) that's what pushed me more to get into it and start saving more and more. Sorry, I'm rambling. I'm just no, going no, no, on that's, everything. That's perfect. So where do you where do you get the horses? Well, this is probably gonna upset some people, but there's I get quite a few from the kill pen. I want to get into that too with everybody, if that's okay. Yeah. And then more so the auction houses because I know if I get them from the auction, I don't fund kill pins and I can just get them directly from the owner and they can come home with me. Yeah. But the kill pin situation, I've, I've talked about it with so many people because they were like, why do you pull from kill pins? You're funding the kill pin. You're helping the kill pin get more horses. And honestly, all in all, there's not much I can do. If I didn't save from a kill pin, they're still going to have other people that do which is yeah. still going to fund them to get more horses. So yeah, I personally, yeah. So I personally, I saved the ones that honestly, if they're stuck in that kill pen, I don't feel like they would, they would survive point yeah. blank. Like they're just in horrible condition. So I'm like, I have to get this one. This is the one I have to save. I can't let it just sit there and get so sick that it couldn't survive. And honestly, it's not, I mean, it is me funding the Kilpin, and I don't agree with that at all, but it's something that I'm doing because that horse is going to die, and I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, so... and yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing, though, is it's, you're, you're one person, obviously, trying to go yeah. up against a whole Kilpin situation, but you're buying one horse who's yeah, going to exactly. head to slaughter is not funding the entire kill pen operation. That's just... I, exactly. That's what I try to explain to people. I try to explain, like, if I stopped funding the kill pen, there's going to be other thousands of people that are going to continue to purchase. Yeah. And I don't go and I don't ones that are costing $2,000 just to go and they can go and buy others. I go and buy the $200 one that they think is just going to die at the lot without even being shipped. I go and get those and me and my husband do everything we can. I one for $200 and her name was Annie and she 
didn't survive sadly that's that's the hard part about rescuing is that not all of them are going to survive yeah so we got annie and she was the cheap one that i know she wasn't going to make it if she stayed in there another day longer so we pulled her and it's just it's hard pulling the sick ones because i know deep down it's a 50 50 of if they're going to survive or if they're not and I try, I try my hardest to help them, but Annie sadly didn't make it. She was with us for a week and she passed away. She laid down and she passed away, but it was, I was relieved to know that she passed away where she was loved and not in a kill yeah. pin. Yeah, no, I, I 100% like goosebumps, <laughs> but you would rather them die or, you know, pass like knowing at least somebody cared, not yes. being trampled in a kill pen because that that's that's what actually has happened before i've seen it happen when i went to a kill pen to purchase one i literally i see others just on the ground dying and i'm like because i work with this big rescue in california she's the one that has taught me everything thank god for her literally i i wouldn't even be here without her (laughs) yeah she's she's taught me everything i know and i wouldn't oh, oh my gosh she's the one that's helped me get into this and what to do what not to do and in the rescue industry, you'd think everything is just roses and daisies and support, but there's a lot of hate out there and it's hard. It's really hard. I've almost quit. I don't know how many times because I've dealt with so much hate and been attacked personally saying like, I'm shady for asking for donations towards the horses or saying that like saving horses is a waste of time I'm not actually doing it and it's just it's hard it's overwhelming because I'm one human and I suffer from bipolar depression and anxiety I'd love to talk about that on a next podcast with yes you. for sure but, <laughs> but it's it's hard and it's overwhelming to have so many people think you're doing something wrong when you're just trying to be a voice for the horses and that's all I want to do is just be a voice for them because they can't they don't have a voice yeah So let me ask you this. Do you, is there like a lot of competition in the rescue community or do you see a lot of like the hostility from people who just, you know, internet trolls? Both, honestly, there's, it's a bit of both. There's, there's some out there rescues that aren't the nicest. And then there's some that want to teach you and want to help build you up and like help you learn the rights and wrongs and the do's and don'ts. I've luckily only encountered one rescue that was extremely hateful and the rest have literally, oh my gosh, they have helped me so much through this process and I do want to shout them out if that's okay. By all means, by all means. (laughs) It's Freedom Reigns, of course. I love her. I absolutely love her and what she does. And then Border Horse Slaughter Rescue. They are are my absolute favorites, my go-tos. And if I ever have questions or anything, because I'm small, I'm still learning. Yeah. I there's so much I need to learn and they help me through everything and I'm just so I'm so grateful. <laughs> That's amazing. Are are both of them on Instagram like people can yes. find them? Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So definitely go check that out guys. Yeah. Um so let let me ask you another question. Is there, you know, how many let's start with how many horses through this period have you rescued and you know do any of them kind of like stand out to you? I've rescued, I think I've counted, I've rescued 35 totals since starting. Wow. Which, <laughs> which some people are like, that's a lot. And then there's some people that aren't. They're like, eh, that's so much. But it's it's so that's much a lot. to me. Yeah. It's so much. 
I can't imagine I put, having 35 horses. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I put my heart and soul into each and every one of them. And even the adoption process, you know, you know, yeah, personally, yeah, I do. Oh it's hard. Yeah, no. And I mean, but honestly, I not to interrupt you, but like, just so everyone knows, like personally going through the adoption process with you was, it wasn't hard and it was enjoyable. And like, I felt like you asked all the right questions. Like I never felt like you were, I don't know. I've, I've like, I've <laughs> had some, you know, like you look online and there's, especially there's a couple here in Georgia where like just the questions they ask is just like, you feel like they're just trying to find something bad. And I know obviously yeah. like you guys don't want the horses to be in a bad situation, but I'm like, at some point in time, if there is someone who is genuinely capable of taking care of a horse and your stipulation is that you are the only person who can handle that horse. I, how, I get that. <laughs> how does that make sense? <laughs> like It's it's hard to, because there's so many people out there that can portray themselves as an amazing person that will take great care of your horses yeah. and they don't and they end up right back in a bad situation or there's those great ones that are like perfect like you I've honestly Jess I don't know if y'all know her but she was at our rescue for about a year and then Kinsey adopted her (laughs) she's the most perfect little bean ever oh my gosh she was probably my hardest horse to adopt out like and honestly it was not her fault it was her previous owners that were never good to her and so she had so many issues and when it comes to my horses I want to be fully honest about them like I want everybody to know the do's the don'ts what she has vices and the goods I want everybody to know like all about that horse and even if it like ruins the adoption it's okay because I don't want someone to adopt a horse and it be nothing like they thought it was yeah so yeah. like <laughs> no with it Jess. was so appreciated like I <laughs> yeah I mean honestly the level of honesty like it just it just made it so much easier to make a decision yeah exactly that's what that's why I want to do it because I'd rather the horse be stuck here with me until it finds the good home for it or just the perfect home forever home then go with someone and they call me a month later this horse is not what I expected it does this it does this I'm like their rescues, they're not all going to be perfect. No horse is going to be perfect that's a rescue. They're scarred. They've been hurt. And they still, they give their all. And they will always forever give their all. But there's just, there's some parts to a rescue that they have a hard time. Trusting, leg issues, health issues, anything. So it's, you're never going to get the perfect horse with the rescue. And I want people to know, hey, this is what's wrong with this one. She's amazing, but she just needs a little work, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I mean, obviously, I, I think you did a fantastic job. <laughs> and she is, she is everything, everything that I was promised. And she's, oh my gosh, I could literally talk about her for days. I could um, too, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, like, besides Jess, and I, I definitely want to, like, break it down with you more in another podcast if that would be cool oh definitely Um, you know are there are there any horses that you have there now um that are available for adoption any that kind of you know are pulling kind of more at you that you know they need that perfect home or oh yeah I I do have I mean I 
adopted out so many lately and I'm so grateful for that but I do have one specifically I love her to death she won't be ready for a little while she's going through a lot but it's firecracker of course yeah oh I love her to death she's she's had a tough time lately and I'm just I'm trying to get her back on track on health everything I don't I'm not pushing to adopt her for a while um she's off market off adoption until she's well but definitely firecracker she's probably one of the coolest horses i've ever saved like she was at an auction and they portrayed her to be (laughs) a little 10 year old barrel horse and when i went out back i seen the sway back i seen the arthritis knees i seen the the 18 year old i was like oh no this is not what they they said but i wouldn't change it for the world she even though she has those, she's the best horse I've ever, ever owned from, like, an auction. Like, she knows her stuff. She knows how to do the cattle work. She does know how to do barrels and poles. She knows all of that. She's great at it, but she's more so of a kid's horse. Yeah. Just a step up for a kid that wants to do it and get into it. And she would be amazing when she's better for any kid that wants to just take her to the play day events and all of that. That's amazing. Can you kind of fill everyone in on what's going on with her oh, that yes. way? You know, I'm hoping that maybe someone will want to like take her on obviously when she's yeah. better and you've put her back up for adoption, but like the backstory on her and what's been going on recently because I know that's kind of been yeah, it's a big it's, struggle. It's been hard. She was at the vet for a week, but before that I went out into the pasture one day and I could just tell something was off about her because I know my horses, I'm crazy about them. Yeah. (laughs) So I noticed the slightest bit of difference in her walking. I was like, I called my husband. I was like, Gabe, there's something not right with firecrack. And he's like, it's okay. We'll get a vet out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I just know it. I know in my heart that I think she has EPM. And he was like, don't think the worst. And I'm bad about that. I always think the worst. <laughs> Me he was too. Like, <laughs> he oh was like, gosh. don't think the worst. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm not. But turns out I was correct. She got EPM. We caught it in time, thankfully. It's not, it's not bad. It wasn't great because after two days when we figured out she had it for sure, her motor skills completely declined. She couldn't even figure out where her feet were to walk. I posted a video on my Instagrams, both of them, I believe, and it was just bad. I was I was fearful, basically, because I know EPM has taken a lot of horses. Like, yeah. when I figured out she had it, I, I full-on researched all night long. I was like, okay, I've got to learn everything about it. I've never dealt with EPM, but there's so much to it, and I... I just started learning everything and I got her on vitamin E oil to wait until her EPM medication came in and about a week on that. And she was, she was amazing again. She, you could still tell her motor skills weren't great, but she was so much better just from the vitamin E. And thankfully we caught it early. So we got her EPM medication and we started her on that and she's, you can barely tell she has EPM, honestly. Like that's amazing. Straightforward. I know. I'm. So, I'm so grateful. That's, I, wow. <laughs> the that's vet. Amazing. Yeah. The vet was. She was like, I'm so surprised. Like she's never really seen a case who declined like that, but then just picked right back up like that. And I was like, she's a fighter for sure. I knew it. That's Aww. why her name is Little Firecracker. <laughs> she's a fighter. I love and, that. And then 
she declined again. She got a bad infection in her leg and she had to go to the vet for a week and be hospitalized. She couldn't even walk, which didn't help at all with everything going on. I was just, I was fearful for her. Yeah. But the, basically she got an infection because the EPM made her immune system just nothing. Yeah. That was the one thing it did attack. And of course, EPM attacks their immune system, but it, it got to it. So she couldn't fight off the infection. And so she got the infection in her leg and it was bad. It was, I'm not going to deny it. It was, it was awful. I was like, did she break her leg? Did she do whatever? Because she could not walk on it. And I was, you know, me think the worst, of course. I, so <laughs> I remember you texting me and you were yes. like, I think she either broke her leg or dislocated it. it and then you awful. sent me that video and like the way she was holding it, it really did look like she dislocated it. Like it was, it was like insane. dangling there. Yeah. I was like, how is this happening? And I was freaking out and I was I was fearful she couldn't make the trailer ride. It was pouring rain. The bed wouldn't come out. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? So I, I got her in the trailer. Luckily, she made it. She she was a sport. She did great. Got her there. They were like, they took radiographs. They figured out she has a, an infection in her coffin bone, which is probably the worst infection they can get. Yeah. So that happened. She stayed there for a while. She started improving. But the infection did spread throughout her leg. But she started improving. So she got to come home a week after. And I've been I've been taking care of her daily. Everything. Uh, twice a day. I rewrap it. Antibiotics. All of that. And it's helped so much. And we figured out that it spread to her ankle. And her ankle was the main point then. Okay. For now, her ankle is the main point. But it's basically almost all gone. It's not fully away. But it's. It's on the verge of being fully away. One more round of, like, a bottle of antibiotics, and she'll be good. That's amazing. So, let me ask you this. <laughs> was it, like, obviously, I know the EPM just obliterated her immune system. Was it more like a stone bruise, or was it just, like, a little cut that got infected? Like, do they even know how she got the infection? Honestly, we have no idea. That's wow. that's the bad part. I wish, I wish we could, but there was no signs there's no blemishes there's nothing there's no stone bruises like we touched her hoofs everything nothing hurt on her it was just starting to develop an infection I don't know how I really don't like I sound I sound insane but I was like no no that's insane I know so like I'm just sitting here trying to like rack my brain but like (laughs) I I, you know I do like a lot with the -the off-the-track thoroughbreds yeah and when they're detoxing they can actually detox through their feet. So, like, they'll get a lot of uh, the the one that I had and then even Rian for the first um, first couple months, like, when I was getting him back up to weight and everything, when he was detoxing, like, he literally would get abscesses and it oh was literally gosh, just yes. all the toxins leaving his body. And it, I, mean, I it love was awful. Oh, poor <laughs> baby. <laughs> I hate that for him. <laughs> he was He was such a such a trooper though he's <laughs> he's he's something else but scar he, i when i got scar i'm oh, sorry did not mean to interrupt <laughs> no 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 i want to hear when about scar. i got him though he he wasn't an off the track thoroughbred but he was he was like a mix he was a quarter horse and thoroughbred appendix and oh. when i was getting him back to health he was the exact same way as Rian. he got abscesses almost monthly it was horrible for the like the first year of owning him just abscess after abscess and it was just like a never-ending game i don't know if yeah. it's like a thoroughbred thing or what but he he was suffering yeah. from them too 
I mean, like, thoroughbreds obviously are, like, known for, everyone always says those, like, thoroughbred feet, mm-hmm. and it, it took me, like, a really, not a really long time, but it did take me a while to kind of find that perfect balance of yeah. their feet, like, based on their diet and everything, and successfully, as of this last trim cycle, I have transitioned Rian to barefoot. Um, Yay! So I'm really excited about that, and he's <laughs> sound, and he's doing great, but he had had a knee fracture. Um, oh, and that's I what never knew his, that. Yeah, that's what ended his racing career. Um, and I just, doing so much research, I, the, you know, like, the repercussion of mm-hmm. them stepping on the shoe, uh, has been linked to a lot of like joint issues and i already know obviously as he gets older he's gonna get arthritis and that yeah. knee. so i'm just trying to do what i can while he's six and still going good to kind of try to prevent that for sure um so yeah he's officially barefoot i'm so, I'm so happy <laughs> it's great <laughs> so both of them are That's... barefoot now they're it's wait nice. who both of them well, Jess is barefoot now. Oh, well, oh, now, oh. but you know, she's always been barefoot. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have two barefoot horses instead yeah. of paying for shoes. That's it's really that's nice. how it was when we had rain because she's an off the track thoroughbred. I don't. I, would I love didn't to realize get into she was topic. a thoroughbred. Yeah, she had oh amazing goodness. bloodlines dashed for cash and. Whoa. Or da- yeah. Okay, dashed we're gonna have to talk I don't about know her one, one of then. those. We, that's girl, amazing to, i'll talk about her now <laughs> <laughs> no yeah for sure for sure I, I i didn't realize she was a thoroughbred yeah okay i'll i'll explain her backstory if y'all want everybody 100 100 i like to ramble on about these horses oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the whole point of this so oh great okay i'm gonna go for it <laughs> okay with rain I went to the auction, and that's when I pulled Annie and a pony named Rocky. Don't know if you remember him, but he's on is, page two. Rocky is at the same facility that Rain. Yeah. To. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So him and Rain became best friends. They were in a pin together. Everything. I'll get into that. But I only plan to come home with two horses. But of course, the rescue from California uh, that I work with, she was like, "Come in this pin." help pick another horse you're taking another one home I was like what is she like you can take another one just she pulled at least 20 horses from the auction oh yeah I want to be like her one day (laughs) but yeah she pulled that many and I was like okay I'll come in there and my husband was like how about this one and it was a cute little rideable paint she was sick but like she was she was adorable I loved her but I went in there I was like no no it's not that one and rain of course she chose me she followed me around that entire pin nonstop. Oh. I was like, okay, I'm getting this one right behind me. And I was like, this is, she's coming home. So we ran her up. We got her in the trailer with Rocky. And I was just so excited because I was like, she's a nice horse. I can make her like my possible eventing horse and everything. Yeah. And it didn't work out, but I'll get into Amazing. that too. <laughs> I'll get into that too. <laughs> um, but... I was I was so excited I was so excited because she like chose me and I just knew she was the one so we got home they were both sick with the crud from the auction houses of course so we got them better rain had a bad eye wound that we had to fix and treat up it was it was horrible I don't know how people and let's get into the thoroughbred feet (laughs) oh my gosh when we got her 
we had the farrier come out when she was not sick anymore because I didn't want to like risk him getting the funk on his stuff and then going to another horse. So yeah. I was wait. I waited till she was better, and then when she went through the quarantine process, he came out, and we figured out she had horrible case of thrush. She had white line separation, CD toe. She oh. had almost. She had foundered in the past too. May add that. She had everything wrong with those feet that you can think of. They literally, they were lily pads is what my husband called them. They were lily pads. They're huge. Oh, I, she my was, goodness. Yeah, she was in rough shape. So we got her better. We had to start suing her, of course, just to correct everything that was wrong. Yeah. And oh, it took it took a year to get her even semi back on track. And finally, we could get her to go barefoot. And I was like, okay. She's back on track. I can start riding her. So I got the vet out to check her out. She's not sound to ride. <laughs> She's come Aww. to find out. She has an old injury. This probably what ruined her racing career. She has a hip injury in her back where there's three ligaments. And one of them dislocates and locates back into place when she walks. Ew, ew, ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it literally, you can hear it when she walks. Oh. It's just nonstop, like, click, click, click. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I didn't, I didn't know that was, that's what it was. So that's why I got the vet out. And yeah, she discussed it all with me. I was like, so that's why her racing career ended. It was just, it was wow. horrible. So she had to live on Prevacox. She still does. And luckily she was adopted with that's her amazing. BFF Blossom oh. <laughs> to the same home that Rocky lives at because he was adopted too. From literally, it's a saint. Oh my god, amazing sanctuary! I love her to death. She's the sweetest. She helps me with these older horses that have harder times finding homes because they have problems and all of this. She likes to adopt them, and she gives them their forever home. And I'm so grateful. She adopted Rain and Blossom from us. She adopted Rocky from us, and she adopted Mimi. Now that is Maya from us. So Aww. she's adopted four. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so grateful. And I'm sorry, y'all, that I'm rambling. I can talk all day about these horses. <laughs> no, I, I love it. So, okay. So that's amazing. So how did, so obviously rain came before Blossom, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then what was, was Blossom just like a quarter horse or? I honestly, I don't know what she was. I'm pretty sure she was just a quarter horse. Okay. I say just a quarter horse. Quarter horse is nice. I don't. I don't have anything against quarter horses, but like, actually, we were just. Did you see who posted a story? I feel like it was a mutual of ours who were like just saying like different breeds and how you know some people like hike up you know quarter horses versus like the thoroughbreds, and I I feel like I've seen that. You saw that, right? I okay, had, okay, yeah. feel like I did. Yes. Okay. I, was like, I can't recall who I know. it was, <laughs> but it's a new. I knew. I was like, I wonder if Tori saw that. Um, but I literally like, I like sent a message and I was like, no, I like completely agree because like obviously, I love Jess, but I didn't get Jess because she was a quarter horse. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, that wasn't for sure. <laughs> that wasn't why I was like, oh yeah, like my heart will always lay with the thoroughbreds, but like, I do, I I do, I do love a good quarter horse. I, I do have I'm to say that. You, just seeing Jess's booty changes. <laughs> she, oh my gosh, she's got the big like, quarter horse booty. <laughs> she does. 
it's like she's she's so funny right i like crack up every time i see them because regan's huge obviously <laughs> and, and there's little jess there's little <laughs> jess but like she almost looks bigger than she is in pictures and i think it's because her butt is so big I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that's what i always thought i took that one good photo before you came and picked her up that day and her butt was huge i was like jess girl you gotta I'm stop showing you, off like that right <laughs> And, like, I'll have to send you, like, a full-blown picture of her butt now. Because, like, now that she's, like, walking up and down the hills constantly, it's, like, just, it's so round. I love it. I love it. It's so big. I love it. She, like, I'm pretty sure I annoy her because I just, like, walk up to her and just, like, hug her butt. Oh, it's and... okay. I, I used to do it all the time. I love it. I just, it's my favorite thing. Who knew we could be obsessed with the horse's butt? Right, right. She's gonna have to go on a diet again, though, man. I'm she's, telling you, she she's so she'll stay pudgy. fat off air. She will stay fat off air. I don't know how, but she will. Oh my gosh, I was like poking her tonight just because we were just hanging out. And like Jess, just, lose it. Yeah, I was like poking her belly, and I was like, "Mom, like, look, she kind of she like." flabs like there's, <laughs> she, she moves like, poor jess she, she can't help it she can't help it it's okay i mean i like it we like her a little I, chunky yeah we like her a little chunk i feel like she's chunk like never hurt no i feel like she's happy when she's chunky <laughs> oh duh she's thriving she is thriving so oh my gosh okay so i have to tell you she went in heat again oh gosh okay she's a hoe Tori, she is a hoe. <laughs> she was with my little. Oh my gosh, my little baby comet. Oh my gosh, he, okay, he was a I'm baby. I'm so glad it's not just my guys. Cause no, she, don't she... worry. She went for him. <laughs> she he was a baby when she first started. Like he was not even a year, and she was putting up her butt against him. And he was like, "What do I do with this?" And she was just rubbing. It. I was like, "Jess, stop that now! You're you're putting up a front right now. He's a kid." oh my gosh she literally oh my gosh she like she she starts to squirt the boys and then she like she (laughs) (laughs) she's horrible she's so it's so funny and like the first so she this is like her third time being in eat since she's come home and the first two times Cass was like oblivious you know what I mean? Like, Rian yeah. was all about it, and she was all over Rian the whole time, and I was like, you oh two gosh. are literally disgusting. Like, get out. Go. Get out. Please. Yeah. Like, please, please. leave me. <laughs> Go away. But this oh time, Cass is like, has woken up, and he has decided that she is his girlfriend, and oh he's God. like trying to the steal old her man. from- The old man. The old oh. man. He's coming out to play. Like, you have never- <laughs> never reacted to a mare like this in your life and i know because you've lived with a lot of mares like <laughs> but then, all of a sudden he's it's all about she's it. a cute she's a cute hoe <laughs> she is a cute hoe that's okay when i told my i was like you know tori always used to call her miss jessica and i was like jessica can be a hoe name <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> no offense jessica to all the jessicas name. out there but like <laughs> when you, you know bring jessica, out jessica rabbit and like all of it i think it's <laughs> I think it's appropriate. When you bring out Jessica, you know she's doing something. She's doing it ain't good. She's doing it. <laughs> she's so oh, funny. God. I love her. I love her so much. <laughs> oh, she's she like literally. I just sit there and I laugh at her. Like she's a the entire time. She is a little menace though. Like she, she has is. her little menace moments. 
and they're so funny. (laughs) You just can't can't do anything about it. But I feel like we're laughing so much on this podcast, everybody's gonna be so annoyed. We're just dying about Jess. (laughs) No, it's all good. We Um, love her, we love her, we love her so much. And I mean, like, if if you're if you haven't figured out yet, like, they're my favorite things to talk about, so it's okay. I I love talking about I'll talk about your horses all day long, literally, like, rambled on for two. It's a, I do it too. It's okay. We'll just we'll make another podcast of us rambling some more. Right? Okay. Okay. So before we end this, tell me about rumor. Oh, rumor, rumor. Oh my gosh, rumor. There's there's so much. I found her on Facebook. She you found was, her on Facebook. Yeah, she was for sale locally, and I was like, why is this horse so cheap? And then I saw the photos, and I was like, dude, she's starved. She was literally body score one at oh most my gosh. she was a little baby and she was just starved to death and the guy he was not in the wrong by all means i will praise him till the day i die he took her from an older gentleman that had a herd of horses he could no longer feed so this man took her and he was selling her on facebook because he wanted to help her but he he didn't have like the means to train a wild little baby rehab a wild little baby so i was like you know what she's gonna end up in a bad situation she was cheap i didn't i didn't want that for her so i was like Gabe, sorry you told me no more right now but i bought another one (laughs) (laughs) so he was like oh my gosh okay he hooked up we went to pick her up she was oh my she's mean like when i say mean you couldn't get in the pen with her because she would charge you mouth wide open trying to kick your head off it was bad so we, when we tried to shoot her in, nobody would get in the pen with her. And there was like five guys helping. And they were like trying to smooch her through, but not in the pen with her. Cause she would go after you. And I was like, Oh my God, what did I get myself into? So <laughs> <laughs> I got her home and it was, Oh my gosh. It was a week of not even being able to get near her because she was horrible. Like she would come at me when I just sit by her pen and let her eat. I just sit there with her. Yeah, And she would just try to bite me through the fence, just nonstop after me. She wouldn't even eat. And I was like, what did I do? Like, why am I getting myself into this? I don't have the experience for this. Like, I've never had a horse that wanted to kill me, basically. So one day, though, I don't, honest to God, I have no idea what it was. What happened with her? She changed. Like, a, a switch just flipped inside of her. And me and my husband went in her pen one day, and we halted her. She didn't do anything like I I swear I can't I can't explain to you what changed in this horse like it was Jesus just came down and switched your literally, horse girl <laughs> literally like one day she's a totally different horse I was like what happened like what is this what is going on because we put we put a halter on her and like yeah she didn't understand much but she was so willing like she was so nice about it she never she never tried to hurt us I was still would not get behind that horse so like I did not trust her I will not I'll be honest it took me a while to trust her but she just she changed and she started getting nicer she started getting fatter she started getting healthier she's just she was oh my gosh she's beautiful y'all y'all have no idea if you haven't seen rumor 
please go look at her stunning oh my goodness and even like person more i feel like photos don't really do her justice oh yeah they don't she she does have her little dapples she has a mane that's longer than her neck she's beautiful she's just so beautiful but it took a while to get her that way she was a mangy little baby when i first got her she was nasty looking and (laughs) and i don't mean to be rude no (laughs) she was so nasty i was like oh my gosh she's horrible but she's she's all my horses are beautiful i will never ever call them ugly i don't think any horse is ugly oh i mean i mean i mean scar he was not the cutest i love him he's my baby boy he always will be in heaven above but (laughs) he was not cute at all (laughs) i just loved him but okay sorry distraction guys (laughs) rumor she changed one day and she just became amazing and i started working with her groundwork everything myself i i don't personally train horses under the saddle i haven't i haven't worked to that point yet but i worked with groundwork i trust her i trusted her 100 percent, and i was like gabe it's finally time i want to send her to the trainer so i found jackie i don't know if y'all know her but she's on instagram she oh gosh looks amazing oh, i love she- <laughs> I, I love watching her instagram i love her she's she did amazing with rumor and i will recommend her her Krista and Catherine, I will recommend them till the day I die, too. They are amazing with their horses. But Jackie, within 60 days, she she made Rumor so great. Yeah, Rumor still has her little fucking baby moments, of course. Like, But she made Rumor amazingly. I would I get on Rumor. I ride Rumor. I never thought I would do that because I never trusted Rumor enough to ride her. But Jackie got her to where I could just, I could hop on her and I, I feel okay with her. I'm like, this horse is fine. Like, she's not going to hurt me. So I did that, and I'm so grateful for Jackie. I'm so grateful. She made Rumor perfect, and Rumor is my little spicy tamale. I love (laughs) her to death. She's she's got an attitude, but it's okay because she's cute, and she actually hasn't told anybody this, but she's pending adoption. Really? Yeah, Yeah, she is. I'm excited. That's the so girl, exciting. The girl that wanted to adopt her, oh my gosh, she's been following Rumor's journey from the day I got her. And like for over two, no, I think it's, I don't know. I got her in 2021, I think. It's been over a year now, for sure. Wow. That she's been interested in Rumor. And I was like, I can't. I love Rumor. Like there's always been this piece inside of me. And I'm like holding on to Rumor and I don't want to let her go. But I'm to the point where. I got to start adopting horses out if I ever want to continue rescuing because prices nowadays in the rescue industry is so hard, yeah. especially when you're small with little donations. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to consider adopting Rimmer out. And I gave the girl a chance because she's amazing. She sounds so sweet. She wants to give Rumor the best. So Aww. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go over this contract. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back with her. I'm planning on getting back with her next week. So there's that. Fingers crossed. Everything works out. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. So exciting. That's amazing. I love that. Okay. So <laughs> wrapping this up, let me ask. So I'm, I'm going to give you like a chance to obviously like tell, I know you said it earlier, but just in case, you know, it's been yeah. a long conversation. Where <laughs> can everyone find you online? And then how can they help the rescue? Okay. And I'm sorry, guys, just 
I'll get more into how the rescue works and everything. Maybe next time I got rambling because my anxiety gets carried away and I love no, talking I think to it, Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was perfect. We can like we we can plan like a breakdown of okay. everything too. I think yeah. I think this was like an awesome intro. Okay, good. <laughs> but back to everything. My platform is on Instagram. I have two accounts. Well, I have three, but one of them doesn't count. Anyways, my <laughs> personal horse one is Team TVP. The rescue one, where I just post about the rescue stuff and that's it, is Roaming Equine Redemption. And then on Facebook, we have our rescue pages, Roaming Equine Redemption. And I'm in the works of getting a website up, which is exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that, that'll be awesome. So will you be able to, like, just post the horses on there with, like, updates and, like, bios yeah. and stuff? I'm That's amazing. And have, like, a little tab where it says adoptable horses and all that. And, like, a link where you can donate online simple oh, and quick. it's so official. I know. I'm excited. It's been, it's been a work. And, you know, it's been in the works. It's hard because I don't fully understand how to do this. But I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> That's amazing. And if if y'all want to, like anything, if y'all want to ever, like, help with the rescue, by all means, you don't have to donate money or things like that. Like, I don't, I'm not the one that portrays to beg for money. Like, yes, we get in situations like emergencies for all of that. Yes, it. I do ask for donations because that's how we make it through because we have 10 horses currently. Basically, it's hard paying for vet bills all the time on my own and my husband's own. So I do ask for donations. But if you'd like even to just visit, I love that. I love when people get to see the horses and spend time with the horses or fostering. Like you can foster a horse if you just contact me and we can discuss it and I can let you know how everything works. If you want to adopt, just contact me on my social medias and we can figure it out. As Kinsey said, like I promise you I I don't bite. It's very easy. Very easy. (laughs) I just I like to just know everything of where the horses are going, all that. It's so simple. And if you want to just like even if you want to donate tack items, stuff like that, because of course, like halters, fly masks, everything is just super simple. We have an Amazon wish list. It's linked in my bio on both accounts on Instagram. It's just something simple. Like I don't, I don't expect money or anything like that. I love having people just follow the horse's journey, follow the rescue journey. I just, I love it. I love having a platform family going on. And it's so, it's so warming, I guess you can say to just yeah. know that so many people love the horse's journeys and that's that's what I'm here for. I love to share it with everybody. I love so that. Just and then following even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say like even just like sharing sharing the rescue and everything cuz Yes. Even if you can't sure. donate then sharing it to people who could potentially could contribute. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's how it is. Like I don't ever want like people to feel like obligated to donate ever. I just want I love sharing the horses with people. That's that's why I do what I do. I love to show people how the horses are doing because there's so many out there that maybe want to adopt and can't. So I'm like, here, just like enjoy. I love for you to come visit them at anything. I just, I love sharing it with my social media family, I guess I could say. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I definitely would recommend you guys definitely plan a trip out, go visit the horses. It was amazing. I loved getting to meet all of them. They're so sweet. It was amazing. It, oh my gosh, Firecracker was obsessed with her and taking photos. Oh, she's so <laughs> she's cute. so cute. Her big and old Papa ears. Papa John. 
Oh my gosh, y'all. If y'all come visit, please see my popsy. He's the best thing in the world. <laughs> He's literally the cutest thing ever. Oh, I love him. I love him to death. He's amazing. He okay. does have an attitude, just saying. <laughs> I, but it's like the best dude ever. Like it's it's a cute little dude. <laughs> it's a cute little dude. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking Thank you, Kinsey. 45 minutes out of your night. <laughs> I was I, I didn't even realize I had so much fun. <laughs> that was amazing. We're gonna do this again. Um, oh, for sure sounds amazing everyone definitely go ahead and follow tori over on team tbp as well as the roaming equine redemption and i will see you all very soon have a good night tori bye y'all have a good night thanks